Alright. Hola amigos and welcome to Willie's View Podcast. I've got a very special guest. You know him as actor and model, Jason Gassides. Welcome, Jason. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you back. Third time's a charm. <laughs> right? Is it the third time already? Wow. Yeah, it's the third time already, yeah. <laughs> you must be doing something right, because I love coming back. Oh, I know. I love always having you on. And um, I can't believe I'm already like six seasons in already. Six seasons? Yeah. Uh, your three, show? Yeah, three to come. Oh, wow, congrats. Thanks. So, how's the weather, and where are you at? I'm in Los Angeles, California, and the weather has finally started to stabilize a little bit. Where it is not steaming hot and it's not freezing, mm-hmm. um, so it's pretty nice. Oh, that's good to hear. How's the um, situation going on with COVID over there? Oh God, it is a mess. Uh, it's not. It's not looking very good. The numbers are going back up. Um, the Delta variant is uh, spreading rapidly. We have to wear our masks again, so the mask mandate is back. Um, hopefully it gets better. Yeah, you know the craziness going on over here in Texas. We got that... <laughs> Governor Abbott had um, not pushed so much on the mandate on the, uh, the masks, and we saw how that helped, so... Now, um, luckily, a lot of businesses are fighting back, and they're saying that we do need to wear masks in certain areas, which is good. You know, we got to look out for e- for each other. Exactly. I mean, it's it's going to reduce the spread if we wear masks. I know it's inconvenient. Nobody wants to wear it. I don't want to wear one, but we got to do our part. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I saw on the news that the, now they're they're saying there's going to be another another shot coming, a third one. Yeah, I saw, like, a booster shot to make sure that, like, you know, the vaccine is still effective against all these new variants. I also saw there's a new Delta Plus variant starting up in the Bay Area. Yeah. Which is fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the last time I had you, I remember you were single, but now you are happily married. So how is married life and how is it treating you? You know, it's it's pretty, uh, pretty similar to before because I, I was legally <laughs> single, but I've been with my now husband for nine years. Oh. I believe almost ten. Yeah. So it's almost like we were already married anyway. Now we just pay less taxes. And it's official. <laughs> and it's official. It's official. Yeah. Oh well, that's good. Congratulations! I'm so happy for you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> it's about time. Nine years is, is a long time. So, before we jump into the cool surprises that you wanted to share, why don't you give the audience just a little uh, refresher of where we started with you. I remember you kicked off on Criminal Minds, right? You played such an intense role. Yes, uh, that was like my first major role was uh, Criminal Minds back in 2016, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I played uh, Jimmy Bennett, who was a kidnapped victim. Um, and you'll have to watch the episode to see how it ends. How <laughs> it's been it... five years, so I'm sure people have watched it. How but challenging was that for you? Did you like? Did you need to 
do any, like, research, or did you just wing it and just go with, like, your gut feeling on doing the scene? So I watched a lot of uh, Criminal Minds leading up to the shoot date, Mm -hmm. uh, just to get a general feel for the show. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was very, very quick. I didn't even audition for that part. I had auditioned for for Criminal Minds six other times before I got cast, um, and I got the call, like, three days before mm-hmm. um, I was supposed to be on set. And they were like, we need someone. We've seen six of your audition tapes. We think you can do it. Can you be here in two days? And I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> so there wasn't much time leading up to it to, yeah. you know, really dive in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had been watching, because I auditioned six times, I had been watching the show, um, preparing for hopefully one day being cast. And it happened. That is amazing. I love that. Are there any shows that you would love to do that you haven't had the chance to do for primetime? Oh, God, all of them. Right? There's <laughs> I so many. Every single show. Um, right now, my, my dream, I would say, has always been to be in kind of like a CW type show. So either like Riverdale. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I grew up watching One Tree Hill, Gossip Girl, all of those like teen dramas. So I've always wanted to be in one of those. I think I might be aging out of the category a little bit. <laughs> oh, no, no. You still are the perfect age. Um, I could see you being paired with Kevin. He's single. Kevin? Kevin Is on Kevin... Riverdale? Oh, yes. Yeah, I'll play Kevin's boyfriend. Yeah, because remember he broke up Which... with the... Uh, I can't remember his boyfriend's name, but they had a situation where they split up. So that's perfect timing for you. Right? Just cast me. I'll slip right on in there. Oh, and they're five years into the future. They're five years into the future, so it's perfect for you. Oh, there you go. Although Kevin does look a little bit older than me anyway, so... (laughs) There you go. Yeah. So, um, what's one of the cool um, surprises that you wanted to share? Um, I've got a few, actually. Terrific. Um... Luckily, I guess since, like, you know, things are starting to open back up, mm-hmm. film festivals are ramping up. Uh, so I have, I believe, six different short films in a bunch of different festivals uh, internationally. So they're playing in nine different countries, which I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most exciting things, there's two really exciting things. One, I just shot a pilot um, called Queer Talk. Starring Olivia Dabble. I don't know if you guys remember her from The Wonder Years, uh, Conan the Barbarian. Uh, She's been around since the 80s. She's an icon. Um, Oh, the original winning from um, Wonder Years. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. Um, So she's in the pilot. It's, uh, it's, we just shot the one episode at the moment. We're hoping to shop that around and get that picked up somewhere. But it's called Queer Talk. It's kind of like Sex in the City meets Queer as Folk. So it's about four friends, four gay friends, um, who decide to run a podcast together. And we have all of these different personalities. We have the original podcast uh, creator, which is kind of like the Carrie Bradshaw of the show. Mm-hmm. I play the Samantha of the show. Um, so I play a go-go boy slash stripper. <laughs> kind of nice. Um, so he's very sassy. Uh, yeah, his name is Alex. Very sassy, 
very um, loudmouthed, energetic. Um, but he has a heart of gold. <laughs> so not to be cliche and say he's a stripper with a heart of gold, but he is. And which um, which streaming service would this be uh, premiering on? We're not sure yet. Anybody that wants to buy it. <laughs> oh, well, you know, push for HBO Max. It. HBO Max is picking up a lot of LGBTQIA uh, um, original programs right now. I saw it, yeah. And that that's where the new Gossip Girl lives. Which oh, my God. Have you seen it? It's really super. good. I like it. It's very LGBTQ friendly from what I've seen. Yes. And there's a lot of references to the original OG. Which I love. It's it's like my obsession. I binged watched that every time it was on. I was like, Gossip Girl! And my first vacation to New York, I actually stumbled upon them shooting on the street. And I was like, this is perfect. Oh my god. Well, I've got a special surprise for you since you are a Gossip Girl fan like me. Um, stay tuned for episode 10. Because episode 10 will have some surprising recurring cast members from the past. Oh, no way. Yes. So, you gotta I stick through it. Over. A lot of people were like, I couldn't get through the first episode, but I'm like, stick through it because according to my sources, episode 10 is where it's gonna explode even more. I wonder if they bring back Blair Waldorf. She was like my all-time favorite. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to You're see like, if see. one of the newbies is actually maybe, um... Chuck Bass's uh, son. What do you think? Oh. Oh. You know, I can kind of see who that might be, actually. Yeah, the, 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 I think his name is Max, the one that's flirting yeah, with Wolf. the teacher. I think, I'm hoping it's him, because that would fit perfect. Max Wolf has very Chuck Bass energy. I will say that. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see the return of Blair and Chuck. That would be interesting. Yeah. They were, I mean, they were the it on and off again couple. Like, yeah. everybody wanted them. And then they, they referenced Nate as well, so Nate could pop up as well. Oh, I forgot. Nate got a little boring towards the end of the, of the show. He did get boring, but that's one good thing about reboots is you can revitalize characters all the time. True, you can make them as interesting as they were in the first season. Yeah. But then again, you never know. Um... They, they could play it either way because it could be Max or it could be the other guy that kind of likes Max. I think he's kind of bi. He seems a little shy. Have you seen that one on Gossip Girl? I think I know who you're talking about, yes. I think he would be an interesting pair for um, also to be Chuck Bass's son. But again, it could be either way. They could surprise us. Either one of them is on the set or we haven't met him yet. But it could go... It could go any direction. That's the great thing about um, reboots, too. They have license to do whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> so, what other um, exciting projects do you have lined up? So, another exciting thing, which I can't say too much about, but I can say that I'm in, okay. is um, I recently shot a Hulu show called Ham and Tommy, which chronicles the life of Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. It's going to be on Hulu. I'm only in one episode. I can't say much more about it, but we just shot it a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, really excited for that to come out. Uh, Lily James plays Pamela Anderson, which at first I was like, wow, what an interesting 
casting choice because Lily James is like the complete opposite of Pamela Anderson. She's, you know, more innocent looking, very sweet. I mean, she played Cinderella, for God's sakes. Lily James, um, if that's, if, if memory corrects me, wasn't she on Mamma Mia the second one or the third one? Um, I'm not sure if she She's was. a singer, right? She She's an actress and a singer? Lily James, yes. Let me see, looking it up. I yeah, think Lily she, James. I think she was on Mamma Mia's two or three, something like that. It looks like she was, yeah, and Mamma Mia, here we go again. Okay, yes, I love her, her singing voice. That's the one, Lily James, yes. Okay, She's yeah. She's great, she's super talented, and they transformed her into Pamela Anderson for this. Oh my god, this is gonna be I, good. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen the, the promo photos, they, they released a photo of her in costume already. No, she I haven't great. seen it. You'll have to see me yet. I haven't seen it yet. I'm a big Lily James fan. She did another movie, too. It's really good. It was something based on the Beatles. Uh, I forgot the title right now. It'll come back to me later. But it's something about this young guy that he was out in the rain and he, like... He lost his balance, yes, and when he wakes up, he's in the world of the Beatles, and the only one they remember is, is him, all the songs of the Beatles. It, I, I just looked it up. I think it's called Yesterday. There you go. There, yes, Yesterday. She is so good in that one, too. She's such a talented actress, and I she, just am in all of her. She's, she's definitely going places, so you're in luck with working with her. She's definitely going to, yeah. Between you and Thank her, you, you both right? would make some major trendsetters right there. <laughs> I don't know about trendsetting, but I do my best. Hey, hmm. I thought of another good show you could be on. The one with Jessica Biel's uh, series that got picked up, um, Cruel Summer. Cruel Summer? I just finished watching it. Oh my god, it's so good. I knew it was going to be good. I've, even before it premiered, I mean, we're talking Jessica Biel. She's got such mm -hmm. talent, and for her to bring that talent to the, you know, to her own creative series, I knew it was gonna skyrocket even before it launched. Yeah, it's such an interesting concept too to have um, the show jump back and forth between three years and like the actors play completely different versions of these characters. Yeah, really shows their ability to to you know take a character through several different ranges. Yeah, I I was so in support of it. I actually ordered the full season from Amazon Prime. I ordered the season pass for like twenty bucks. Oh wow! And it was great because it's like as soon as it airs, it's automatically added to your library. Ah, uh, see, I have Hulu, so I just wait for the day after it airs, <laughs> and then it's <laughs> Yeah, I got Hulu too. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so I, I have to stay off the internet for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hulu takes one full day to then put it online. Oh, speaking of, um, I just got to watch, uh, yesterday I took my daughter, Jenna, I got to take her to go watch um, the new movie that came out. It's the thriller. It's called Old. Oh? Old. O-L-D. Oh, Old. Yes, where they're stuck on the beach and oh time my passes God. and they get older by the minute or Take something. Take your husband, co watch it. I totally loved it. It was like a crazy 
trippy adventure, and it was amazing. It's really, it's, it's, it, to me, it felt a little too long, but it was still good. I enjoyed it. But just like when a movie should end, you think it would stop, but this one continues just a little bit more. And I was like, it's getting good, but we gotta stop at some point, because otherwise I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> But it has my one of it's got one of my favorite actors in there from um oh he was an it was a Spanish film it'll come back to me at some point but anyway check it out it is called old o o l d and um it's from the director that did the movie uh the Vill and I totally love it so check it out I love to see what your perspective is on that film. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch it. Um, it looks interesting. It's, again, another interesting concept. Yeah, yeah. Are you ready for the new series coming out, Chucky? On uh, Sci-Fi Channel? Oh, I, I wasn't aware of this. Oh, yeah, um, they, got a, they got a new Chucky coming out for October. That's, uh, I don't know, I don't do too well with scary movies. <laughs> this will be a series. Watch a scary movie. This will um, be a series. They're bringing it into uh, a series. Even worse, unless they're like silly, scary, like um, Scream Queens or like. Oh, I um, know. Yeah. Then, then I can deal with it. But if not, then I'm, I'm one of those people that can't sleep if I watch something that's a little bit too scary. Yeah, we're we're like that. I love scary movies, but not too too scary because I do get nightmares. Yeah, I mean, that's a little silly since I'm, you know... Oh, I've got to see the new American Horror Stories. Have you gotten to check that out yet? Oh, yes, the creature ones. <laughs> oh, my God, with um, Matt Bomber. Yes, who I love, by the way. That was Incredible. good. And then I saw the, the third episode, which is... um Oh, the drive-in episode. Did you watch that one yet? That I've seen that one. <laughs> what did you think of it? I thought that was cool how they did it. It kind of reminded me of the old summer feel of going to the drive-in and getting spooked. Yeah, I can kind of see that a little bit. I mean, I'm I'm very interested in watching the entire thing as a whole. Oh yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe I'll be able to sleep after this one. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, are you, there still some more projects lined up that you need to announce? Or what's going on? Yeah, so I'm currently in August going to start working on a movie. August 2nd, I start uh, working on a movie called uh, The Adventures of Nurse Patrick, which is a kind of campy, independent... Uh, LGBTQ comedy um, about a group of friends who go camping mm -hmm. and mayhem ensues, <laughs> which should be a lot of fun. Uh, I also have another movie that I'm shooting in September. Uh, I don't know if I can say too much about it, but it shoots for about two weeks up in San Francisco, so I'm really excited to travel again. Hopefully oh, that's the, great. Congratulations. Just be really careful. Be really careful with all the, the travel. 
Exactly. Yeah. So hopefully we can get the virus a little bit under control before December because mm-hmm. I'm really excited to shoot this. Um, and I would hate for it to be postponed, delayed, or even canceled. Yeah. Um, because of everything that's happening. So please wear your mask, people. Because I yeah. want to go to San Francisco and shoot. There was a. I was curious. There was a series or something that I think you were going to be working on a while back. Did you get picked up for it? It was, um, I think it was for Deagle, Deagle streaming service or something. It was for LGBTQ, where you were going to be a go-go dancer. Oh, God, you have to be more specific. I play a go-go dancer in, like, five <laughs> different. <laughs> it's like my husband makes a joke because, like, every time I book a new... Um, role mm-hmm. that is a go-go dancer, which I've shot too uh, last month as a go-go dancer. My husband's like, "Wow, your demo reel has has quite the range," you know. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, shut up, okay." <laughs> Live it up. I can't Live this it is up. What I'm being cast as. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, I'm not sure if you're referring to either boy culture. Oh, that must be it. Boy culture. Did that one get picked up, or is that just barely starting off of the launch? So, it's premiering at Outfest. They're playing the first two episodes, um, August uh, 19th, I believe. Okay. Um, Which I'm really excited about, because it's been two years in the making. Uh, I do play a go-go boy. It's um, based on the original movie by the same name, Boy Culture, and it picks up 15 years after the movie has ended. Okay, yes, um, that's the, it. That's it, boy culture. Yeah, the movie's like a huge LGBTQ iconic film. I remember watching it when I was a teenager. So this is um, like a reboot? It's kind of like a reboot, yeah. They, they made it into a series. It's okay. six episodes long. Um, the original movie follows the life of the lead ex, who is a sex worker in the original film. So the series picks up 15 years later, he has um, broken up with his current partner, who he ended up with in the movie at the end. Um, so it follows him trying to get back into the whole sex worker lifestyle. Oh, wow, and that's creative. I like that. Yeah. That's the original content right so there. Exactly. So he's like an older man. So it kind of follows the stigma of like aging gay men. Uh-huh. Um, trying to, you know, regain some sort of popularity, sexuality, um, all of that. So my character comes in, Chase, um, who is a go-go boy and a sex worker, and takes X under his wing and kind of, like, shows him the new way of the sex worker lifestyle. So he, like, puts him on OnlyFans, uh, takes over his Instagram, Oh my god, this is going to be good. I like this. Sorry? I said I like that. That sounds good. I like the concept. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's a lot of fun. It's very campy. It's a comedy. So it's a little bit different than the original movie because the original movie was a a drama. Um, Right. The show's a little bit more lighthearted and a little bit more comedic. And this will be playing at the festival, right, you said? Yeah, Outfest. The first two episodes will be airing at Outfest. We're really excited about it. 
Okay, so what happens for like fans for you that if they can't go to this Outfest, are they able to check it out online? Are they able to get tickets like like a Zoom sort of event or is it a live event that everybody goes to? How, how does that work with the COVID situation so going on? it's going to be on? a hybrid this year. Um, because of COVID, they're doing they're selling tickets for in person, but they're also selling tickets at a little bit of a lower price um, for those people who can't go in person, and they can stream it from home. Oh, okay, good. Um, how does that? Um, do you know any prices or how that works? You definitely got I me intrigued. Ten dollars to stream it from home. Um, if you want to go in person, it's a little bit more expensive than ten dollars. I'm not quite sure what the price is. I believe it's only like eighteen or nineteen dollars uh-huh. in person so much of a difference um but you would just go to the outfest website um scroll through all of their options they're they're playing so many amazing short films um and series this year so you scroll through the options find bully culture and just purchase your ticket very cool i like that send me a link to that i'll definitely check that out support you yeah absolutely. i definitely want to see that um i remember the original of um, boy culture, and that was like an iconic film. So for that to continue on into a series, um, definitely bravo to whoever thought of this concept. Because um, you always, you know, you always hear on the media like, why can't people just do something original and content and creative? And this is what you're doing. You're 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 getting involved in the original concept and right off the launch so that's even better for you yeah and i mean uh alan broca is a genius he's the the director mm-hmm. um i grew up watching his work which i was talking to him yesterday about it and he was like oh my god don't tell me that uh, he did all of the eating out movies um which i watched as a teenager under the covers yes those are amazing i love the that yeah. series yeah yeah, he was a huge part of creating my queer identity, um, and I spoke to him about that, and he was like, wow, I'm really honored, and then he was like, now you can be a part of creating the next generation's queer identity as part of the show, and I was like, oh god, I feel so sorry for those children. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's important for our, our, our community to have something so so strong like this, because we don't have, like... I mean, it would be great if we could do, like, another Queer's Folk. But until that returns, now the, you know, the baton has been passed for you guys to see where you guys can go with this next level in, um, you know, with the LGBTQ and then we add the IA now. Um, you know, anything's possible now. Possibilities are endless. Yeah, I'm really excited about it, which is, which is why I love taking on a lot of, um, LGBTQ roles and movies and short films because I didn't see a lot of representation growing up. Right. Um, there's a superfluous amount now, which is great. Um, and I am asked constantly, like, don't you think, like, don't we have enough? I'm like, no, we don't. We don't have enough because just because you have one character that's gay in every show now doesn't mean that we have enough. No. No, it, it, we still got a long ways to go, but at least we've, we're on the track and we're going on forward. So that's that's great to hear. Exactly. So do you have any like favorite TV shows that you've gotten invested in or anything that you want to like suggest to the audience to check out? 
Uh, let's see. I just finished Cruel Summer, which we talked about. Right, that um, was good, yeah. I also, I'm watching um, Good Trouble now. The new season just started airing. Oh my uh, god, it's good. I love this this new season. It feels so new, right? It's like the second, I think the second half now. Yeah, I, I love it. And I'm, I mean, I'm a long-time fan. I've been watching The Fosters for years now. Yeah. Um, so obviously I had to watch the spinoff. And it's just, they just keep getting more creative. I know, right? You got Gael. Gael, who's like a bi, bi character. Yeah, Gael. And then you got yeah. that, that one girl that she's just now figuring out that she could be enjoying like a, um, oh, like an open-ended relationship sort of deal with somebody. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, she just um, came out as polyamorous um, in the show. Which is, they, they explore a lot of interesting concepts, which is what I like about um, that show in particular, because it's been going on for so long. I mean, it's a spinoff of The Fosters. The Fosters had uh, several seasons, and the fact that the show keeps continuing, coming up with new, relevant, entertaining storylines, yeah. says a lot about the writers, the creators, um, and I, I can see that show going on forever. I know, and I love they how they can bring back, like, your favorites from before anytime they want to without interfering with the show itself. That's perfect writing. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Huge fan of that one. <laughs> um, and as just like a fun little, you know, show that you can play in the background that you don't really have to pay attention to, I've been watching The Bachelorette. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Did you hear the yeah. good news about Manifest? Netflix is picking up Manifest. Oh, no way! Yeah, for the next, what was it, season four, I guess? Or season three? I'm not sure. I think it was three or four, okay. something like that. Yeah. So, if you like watching Netflix Manifest, the show. tell your husband that they're going to be picking that up on uh, for Netflix. Okay. I'm really excited for that. People love the show. Yeah. What about any movies? Have you seen any movies that you've been wanting to pick up on to watch or want to see uh, soon? Luca is a masterpiece on Disney+. Plus. I love, I love that. It. Luca was good, yes. Yeah, it was so good. Um, what else? Uh, I watched um, uh, the Black Widow movie. Oh yeah, how did I mean, you like it? I liked it. I liked it. It, it was great to see... Um, a female-driven action movie that, I mean, plot-wise, plot there's not much of one. <laughs> right. But it was, either way, it was great to see, like, a movie like that that was female-driven, mainly female characters, and it wasn't about romance. It wasn't a romantic comedy. It wasn't like, oh my god, I love him, I need him. It was like, I am a bad-ass woman. And I'm gonna kick some booty. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, I'm glad it. that it matched the hype. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really glad that they finally gave her her own story because it took a while. Um, but it was it was very very well executed. I will say. Oh, nice. Okay, I I've got to watch Loki on Disney Plus. That was really good. I haven't seen it yet. 
I haven't, there's just so much content now. Yeah, it's um, really good. Loki's like, really good. Choosing what to watch, but the good thing is that when I finish binge watching something, there's always something else to watch. Oh, another one that you'll like too. I don't know if you watch the High School Musical movies, but there's a High School Musical series that is doing really good right now on Disney Plus. Oh, that's the show that um, Olivia Rodrigo is on. Yes, it is very good. I love watching that with my daughter. I haven't seen it yet, um, but I hear good things, and I love Olivia Rodrigo's music. Oh, yeah, I listen to her, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then I'm happy to announce that I actually, next to being a writer and an indie um, romance novelist, I'm official artist now, thanks to SoundCloud and BandLab. Um, You can check out my music, Party Will, on there, and um, I just got to create my first album, thanks to BandLab, so... If you ever like to sing, go to BandLab and you can create your own little album over there. Oh, nice. Congratulations. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. You're a man of many talents. You're a multi-hyphenate, <laughs> as we say out here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I got to see the trailer this uh, yesterday for the new um, Top Gun Maverick. Oh, okay. That's going to be good. The one with Tom Cruise. It's the next I, legacy, it's like a next there, legacy yeah. movie from the original Top Gun. This one should be interesting. Okay. I haven't seen the trailer, but I knew, I knew that they were filming another Top Gun. Yeah. Um, man, Tom, Tom Cruise just knows how to rake in those uh, sequels. Yeah. Between all the Top Guns and Mission Impossibles. I love those. Like, those Mission Impossibles are really good. Yeah, they're always really entertaining. I always give credit to the writers because, man, they got to really push those envelopes to think up each storyline for each movie. That's got to be challenging in its own self. Yeah, and they, they keep getting better somehow. And what about for you? Are you doing any writing, like, to write your own series? Or are you and your husband working on a project together? Uh, we are not working together. We we like to keep our work lives separate. Okay. Uh, just, you know, we live together. We do <laughs> everything together. We vacation together, obviously. So, the work for us is something that can just be, like, hours for a yeah. little bit. Because you, you have to retain some sort of individuality to make a long-term relationship True. successful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we don't work together. Um... I'm not much of a writer. Aww. I can admit that. I will say I've tried several times, and my writing always ends up some weird, convoluted, uh, too many plot lines and too many characters <laughs> happening. But what I need is someone who will take what I've written and be like, okay, you can delete this, delete this, delete this, delete this. And then maybe there's some sort of storyline in there. <laughs> Well, if you ever need help, keep me posted because um, I'll definitely have someone in mind that can help you. Oh, absolutely. I have so many, like, half-written scripts on my laptop that I'm like, okay, the story started out as ABC, and somehow, 20 pages in, we're like XYZ now. I don't know how it got. (laughs) Oh, my, my, um, my my LGBTQ paranormal romance is out on Amazon. I think oh, you'll nice. like it. Yeah, I enjoyed, you know, I always novels? I always enjoyed getting into that one because it was my first paranormal book and it's about, you know, with 
involved of you know the vampire and everything else uh, all kinds of different creatures um so that one's out and then the second one's coming out soon um for Amazon as well just look under W Garza and it's titled something wicked uh in the parentheses Crest Heights book 1 gotcha writing that down <laughs> Alright, so I know you gotta get ready to go to work, so I wanna thank you so much for being here. Um, is there anything that you wanted to to throw out to the audience of any social media that you wanna share or any other special events that they can follow you on your media? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm pretty much uh on all social media is the same handle. It's just Jason. The letter S, and then my last name, Caceres, C-A-C-E-R-E-S, and that's Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, all of the socials, pretty much all the same. Um, so you can find me there, keep updated with my projects, my happenstances, everything going on. Awesome. All right, well, say hi to your husband for me, and you just stay safe out there while we're dealing with this crazy COVID. Yes, I will. You too, both. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All right, everybody. Well, I had so much fun, and I hope you did, too. And um, I will catch you on the flip side. Alright, I'm closing it out with some Beatles for you. Here we go. Let it be by the Beatles. There will be
Pig and Pygmy by Charles Hawtrey and the Deaf Aids. Phase one in which Doris gets her oats.